Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Photos. I'm Drew. Joining me is the um, CCO. It's the um, it's a new title I just came up for you, Zach. It's the uh, Chief Creative Officer of the Strickland. S-M-Y. I like it. Oh, yes. TNT, ESPN, Discovery, and TLC. That is you're the CCO of all those. How's that feel? I like CCO of Strickland. I don't know if that's – I haven't heard – we haven't thrown that one around, but the, all the other ones. I can't, can, I came I – honestly, I can I wait for with, I came up with it today because I was just like, what's the best way to introduce my co-host, Zach Ladder? Yeah, How's I kind of like it. I like it. You I'm like doing CCO? Great. I'm doing great. It's the, it's, the it. fir- it's the third day of a new semester for me, so it feels like, feels like I'm in a new chapter, you know? Oh. The final yeah. chapter, really. It's my final semester, so it's I just love just the like last it. chapter. I'm so goddamn old. Just like just listening to that, it's like yeah, my final semester, and I was like, oh, I feel old saying that. So I'm trying to remember. I don't even. I have no recollection of my final semester. Like, absolutely no recollection, which is which is kind of funny. But um, so we're here. We got your takes. We got so many takes. And um, before we get to that, I realized we did not coordinate this, but we need to figure out. Do you have? A bozo of the bye week to nominate because I know I do. I have something to say. I was going to wait for after you do the bet online copy though. Oh, thank you. See, this is Zach is Zach is keeping me in check. Yeah. Before we get to anything we do, we have to read. I guess you know promote the sponsors, the people who pay the bills. Bet online. It is playoff time, and the road to Vegas goes through San Francisco and Baltimore. Bet online is your number one source for playoff football odds, stats, trends, and lines. With everything from point spreads to hundreds, hundreds of player performance props. Bet online today to stay updated on all action. Bet online, the game starts here. And guys, do not forget, we have an Instagram, and our Instagram is popping right now. It is en fuego. It's absolutely amazing. You gotta check it out because our CCO is just grinding out there doing all the work. So go follow us at thestrict.land. We also have a YouTube channel where you may be watching this pod at some point in time. We don't know. But uh, make sure you subscribe. We got plenty of other content coming this season, so definitely check it out. And, of course, you can't forget about Strickland having a Patreon, which is the reason why we're even here in the first place. And it has tons of new content. For $6, you get access to the full version of this pod because you're only going to get like a 20-minute, 30-minute preview, guys, right now. But you sign up for our Patreon, you get the whole thing. You get access to our Discord server. We get to submit the takes, along with the Friday episode of Pod Strickland, feature articles from Matthew Miranda, invites to private events throughout the season, and discounted merchandise. For $9 a month, you get access to our brand-new NFL show, which is called Strickland NFL, hosted by Jeff and Khan. 
and you also get even more perks if you subscribe to one of our elevated tiers. So, Zach, what did you want to get to? I was going to say, I was going to wait for you to ask for who my bozo of the bye week was. I was going to proudly uh, say uh-huh. who that I, I am bypassing it because we're 10 and 2 since January. And the past two weeks, there were there was a couple loss. There was like one loss, right? The past two. Sure. Right? Whatever. It was so unmemorable that I don't remember that. I don't yeah, remember. Like I have no, yeah. And I, I don't I don't feel the need to like kill the vibes and be like this person was was bad because the vibes should be good right now. The and they're gonna get they're gonna get better after we get a creator in the building and we'll, we have plenty of takes about that coming. But Can't I'm wait. not I'm not sitting here and pointing at somebody this episode. Wow, that's really big of you because I am pointing a finger at someone. I love my to guy. Hear. It's Adrian Griffin. Oh. <laughs> that one yeah, you could nominate plenty outside the Knicks verse. How but. do you get fired what 40 games into the your tenure? Okay. You're you're what 30 and th- right? They're 30 and 13 or something like that, they're right? 33 and 19 or oh, maybe, okay. 33 what, and 13 or something. There you're good. They're good. very good. Like only the Celtics have a better record than the Bees. So like it's not like it's a disaster going on in Milwaukee. And you get fired? What are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Like, what the hell is happening behind those doors to cause that to happen? Like, to me, that's that's just it's in fumbling that bag. Like, you could be the coach on a title team. You're fumbling the bag. What are you doing behind the scenes to get you fired <laughs> at work? Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? How are you getting fired at work? What are you doing? Okay, that's like a good way to frame it. But I also... I all of the reporting that's come out about this and the fact that like Shams and Woj were kind of like very different sides, whether like oh the sides have talked or Doc has been in the room for a month or whatever. Everything feels a little fishy around here. And I'm, shout out the doc, shout out the doc for hustling. Yeah, so Doc job. hustled. Doc hustled another job, and I'm wondering like, was the writing yeah. on the wall for for Griffin the whole time? Because it sounded like Giannis never really wanted it, or Giannis never wanted Nurse in here, and Giannis wanted him, but the front office didn't want Griffin and. They were like, all right, we'll hire him anyway, but let's bring in Terry, Terry Stotts, just in case like this right. goes then, down. You know what I mean? And then yeah, as soon as like, Terry no, Stotts is gone, they, they bring in Doc. So it's not like they've had somebody breathing down Griffin's neck the whole time. And like maybe he was doing some some wrong things behind the scenes. Maybe he wasn't getting it yet. But to have somebody like to have his replacement lurking the entire time is a little bit weird. And I don't want to like put all of the blame on Griffin for I'm putting all the blame. As of right now, we're going to see how this take ages, obviously. It's going to be great. I'm probably going to end up on next time's Bozo the bye week. We'll find out. I'm putting on Griffin just like fumbling the bag. But shout out to Doc for scamming his way to a job, getting more money. I think we we might as well start with the second take because our first take is not Doc related, but our second take is Doc Rivers related. So we can just flow right into that one. Okay, we'll flow right into this. And this is from Jack365 Renowned, OG Hater. Doc will be good for the Bucks, and they will win the championships. Championships, um, plural. Yes, championships. I, I don't know if that's a typo or not. If they're going to win the championships, that is scorching hot, and that shit ain't happening. <laughs> it's not happening. It's not happening, and I, I think it's funny because this he got hired, like, how long ago? It's been, like... 10 hours close and I just did not have yeah. any visions of, in my head of like oh they could win the title like I didn't see anybody on Twitter be like oh wow what a hire like oh they might make a title run and they might figure it out now no and, uh, it's, it's, Jax it's, 365 was the first person 
that like put the vision into my head of like Doc on the podium with Adam Silver and Giannis. Like I just can't see it after that. No, it's not happening. I would like it to because that means the Celtics lose. So that's yeah. always a good thing. I like Giannis I would, too. I'm a, I'm a Giannis fan, but thanks, it also means like, he's probably not coming to the Knicks. So we don't we we as Knicks fans we don't need him anymore because we have the MVP Jalen Brunson. That's so true. like. We don't. We don't need Giannis. Giannis is is a scrub compared to Jalen Brunson. But no, it's just I, it, yeah. It could be the Bucks too because they have Budenholzer, Griffin, and Doc now on the payroll. Right, like they're paying three coaches. Yeah, I didn't even like, think about that. Right, so you know what I, you may you know I may take back my post of my week. It's not Adrian Griffin. It's the Bucks for having three three coaches on the payroll. Well, the owner just sold. The owner sold the team about a year ago, year and a half ago. So he got out of there before he was paying three coaches at once. You know, so yeah, I just yeah, the new owner who sucks for that guy. Yo, know, paying three paying for three coaches and you're only and the one who's coaching is Doc Rivers. Like, no, get his. Come on, I don't get me wrong. I love Doc. I really do. But like, no, it's Doc Rivers. Come on. So, we're gonna get. To uh, Jack's take, the original first take, which is from Jack's as well, Jack's 5 right now an OG hater. The Nets are the most pathetic professional sports team in North America. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're pretty bad. They looked pathetic last night in the fourth quarter. It's unbelievable just how bad they looked because the Knicks were not trying except for Jalen Brunson. The whole game, game. I, it was just – it was just – on autopilot, it, and I'm like, "Can you it, give me three minutes where you sit up in the chair a little bit on this?" Yeah, and, and they, you'll win. And then they yeah, did, and they, so. and they did, which is great. And they had that amazing defensive play to uh, spark the whole thing. We basically killed them. That's man. They they really are just a bunch of they're a bunch of really good role players, but like no one there to like shepherd them. So they just suck. How many of those guys will be there in two years? I don't. Wasn't there some sort of report that like. Josiah was all like, I'll be happy with this mediocre team because they try versus like a winning team. That was, like that. he said that before the team was playing games. Oh, so okay. Maybe, Cause like, so maybe he's like, seen no, it now and he's like, wait a minute. I actually, yeah, no, man, it sucks. I would, I would hate being the one net fan who has to go through that shit. Right. Cause the Knicks had no business winning that game. They played like shit. Like they really did. They played terribly. It was a terribly played basketball game. Julius Randle coasted for 44 minutes of it. And then like they turned it on and then they won. Like I, I just, that's just, it's just a terrible performance by the death man. Like you just gave that game away. It's also back to back, back to back games. They had done this to the Clippers yeah. in even more dramatic fashion, like two nights before. So no, they're, they're in a bad place. I would just, why don't you just move them to Seattle at this point? Why even do an expansive team? They're, just move them to Seattle. The money. Unfortunate. No, I don't. But right, like, just just send them away out of Brooklyn. Like, I, I think it's just pointless there. You you heard all the Knicks fans there too. It's like insane. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. It's nuts. So like, man, it's just it's just bad. Oh, Jack shows up again. Jack two six five. Renowned OG hater has the NBA needs to improve its slop. I know it's nowhere near football or soccer slop. The MLB has some fantastic slop this offseason. Uh, should we should we in case explain what slop is to the 
the listener yes. who may be like, what the fuck? That's a, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Zach, Should explain, I? What, explain what slop is to the, uh, to the folks. Slop, although it is up for definition to, to individual definition, really. Like everybody has their own version of this, but my, my takeaway from the word slop is any sort of tweet with real information, or it, it really it could stretch the truth a little bit as well. That <laughs> about, about 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 the sports, you know, like if you got an insider report, somebody's got an article that came out, you know, three paragraphs down. Maybe it's behind a paywall. You got to get somebody's Substack, you know. Mm. Like some something like that, you know, you got a sentence or maybe a podcast clip, you know, you could even formulate those. That's all in there, all under that umbrella. Yeah, podcast clips are really good for the slop. And you know, late January, early February is slop season. Like this, we're 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 at the peak of the season right now. And you know, it's got me like setting alarms for nine o'clock. You know, every Monday morning, Tuesday morning, you're getting those big, big slop drops. Every this week has been nuts. So gotta stay, gotta stay alert. If you're in the strict court, you'll know, you know. We, we send everything in there. We, we stay up on the slop, you know? So that's the definition. It's also very much related to transactions Yes. in the NBA. So like in, that, in any sport, right? It's like rumored transactions, rumored moves. It's basically, you know what it is? Like slop is gossip, right? It's just gossip. Yeah. It's just straight gossip. That's, and, a, yeah, that's a good word. And it's, it's wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. Um, yeah. I mean, but the NBA... I don't know if it needs to improve it, though, like Jack says. I will say, like, this, the third part of this take, like, the MLB had some fantastic slop this offseason. They did. They really did. Like, they went above and beyond. This was really my first MLB offseason where I had to, like, stay on the, the, the cutting edge of what was going on. Mm-hmm. And they were getting you details on restaurants, who sat where and the like what, what kind of food they got with the <laughs> with the free agents they were signing. Like that's yeah, how yeah. that's how deep they were getting with these free agent slops. So I see where he's coming from with that. It was I don't I can't speak for soccer slash football slop. I don't no. I don't really this I only is, know like the a, one big account. I would imagine I would imagine those that they're pretty dr- dramatic though. I would imagine it would have soccer, to be yeah, yeah soccer slop has to be there might be a different world. I might, I might be, I might be downplaying it. I really think it could be, it could be something insane. I don't know if the, if the NBA should go more sloppy. I would actually prefer it to be much more like informative. <laughs> like, I kind of like the slop. I think the slop pays the bills more. I wanted, too, so. What would be the opposite of slop? I want like, I want like Walter Cronkite reporting on the NBA. Like I want like legit reporting, even though like. Do I love the fact if I know like what like someone's like Shake Shack order is? Hell yeah, I'm in. I can't wait to be like who orders that. But I would love something a little more serious, maybe, and not like Woj's tweets where he's just like propping up like Bruce Brown as like a like a future Hall of Famer. Like I will say, like in that case, like the slop is bad, right? There are because, certain, like, there are certain certain providers who you just can't trust. You know? Yeah. So. You just so I I understand the take. I think it's hot. I I would I don't necessarily agree. I want it to be more professional. So, oh, this is a good one from Stacy Patton. Isaiah Hartenstein is the Knicks' third best player. So this like really made me count the three best players in the Knicks. I was like, wait a minute, he might be cooking here. So R.J. Randall. I mean, yeah, Brunson and. Mm-hmm. I'm, RJ, so, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so, right. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so, definitely this. number one. He's definitely the best Nick. <laughs> I meant to say Brunson and Randall. And then yes. the third one is OG. You think it's OG. 
but it might not be. Like if you think about mm-hmm. what like Hardenstein provides and how certain nights like he is the anchor to everything they do on offense and defense. And there are nights where OG does that too. And who does it more consistently and who is the one that they can't live without. So I don't know. I There's a good argument for Hardenstein. It's a hot take. It is a hot take. Cause I definitely know people won't agree with it, but I do know where he's coming from. And you saw that in the Nets game specifically, right? Cause they basically he's- played just Sims and Achua at the five yeah. and you know, <laughs> God. Bless their hearts, right? <laughs> like they're, they're, there's a reason why they're third and fourth string centers, right? And Hartenstein, since the Knicks basically traded their offensive depth, right? Which was like, yes, you have Brunson and Randall like doing the offensive stuff for like the starting unit, but like RJ and Quickly, you actually see how much more impactful they really were in that second unit and how deep this team was. And now that not only did you remove those two guys in the trade, you did take out Isaiah Hartenstein off the bench too, right? So you kind of see his value and just like the bench doesn't have anything. And Hartenstein is just a really big reason for it. And then like, because you're replacing OG with RJ, which means different on ball creation for Brunson and Rand, like you're talking about like different shot creation type of things. So you need Hartenstein to kind of help with, maximizing some off-ball stuff for OG, right? Like, he's so critical in balancing out the RJ loss in terms of on-ball creation versus OG, who is much better off-ball. Yeah. Like, so he's really important to the starting line, and you can and you really see that specifically, like, in that game. It, I thought it was just kind of wild to watch. Like, wow, his heart side is crazy important. But I, that's where I think he, the third best player kind of makes sense. But OG on defense, though, has been... Has been absolutely wild. Like, what if you just said third, third most important player? That's like another way to phrase this take, and it's a little more grounded, I guess. Because I don't know about best is like. Yeah, that's fair. If you change best, if you saying best important, I would probably agree. Because I think because of because you're taking you took away offense from RJ and quickly, you need someone else to generate offense, and Isaiah Hartenstein really is a great offensive generator. Because like just like the way he screens, the way he passes, the way he moves. He offensive rebounds like he does so much, and then yeah. he does. And he's basically, well, I don't know, like 90 percent of Mitch on defense right now. So like, it's 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 absolutely like his skill set is needed. I don't know. I we may get this at some sort of take, but it will be interesting to see. Like, if Mitch does come back, how is the offense going to look? It's going to be completely different. Mitch Mitch's strengths aren't Hartenstein's strengths. Do, do you I bring mean, Mitch off the bench? Maybe, it's been know. rumored already. It's been, it's been, it's I, know. I, I, I don't know. I think it's going to be a very difficult decision because I think you need the playmaking center to help with the lack of stuff that, well, yeah, like the lack of on ball creation, OG and DiVincenzo provide because they're so much more important off the ball yeah. than they are on the ball. So you need someone to help facilitate that. And Hartenstein does that like perfectly. That's not Mitch's strength, right? Mitch's much more strengths will be. So that's going to be interesting to see because he's going to, probably still be the elite offensive rebounder. Very important skill. He's been setting screens significantly better. So, like, that's still going to be super important. The offense is going to be different because OG doesn't create with the ball. So, yeah, he's been okay. But, like, he's... He's, not he's getting better and better every game, it seems, with the on-ball stuff. And you see he's getting yeah. a little more comfortable and confident doing that stuff now. So, I, well, I'm, I'm willing to give him more time. OG Willikers has... 
I feel like it's crazy to get worked up over national talking heads claims and uh, all-star award conversations. Yeah. It's a great yeah. take. It's like kind of cold. I think everybody agrees. It's cold. We all like guys. Who cares I'm so I'm say? so I'm so tired of the all-star discourse, man. Like there was it's another great, take I, in here about it, but yeah. It doesn't matter. Like this shit doesn't matter. It really doesn't. I don't care. See, look, look winning really is like like the best recipe. Not the best recipe, like the best thing. Right? Like, it's a tips quote. Winning's the best. Like, I don't give a shit. I don't care about awards. Win the championship. It's the only thing that matters. Only thing I like, I, I don't care, but I know people do, and I understand why. But like, I know me, I I'm, I couldn't care less. I'm done with it. I'm done. Um, okay. Our beloved Jerry Garcia has the Knicks maximized IQ's value in the OG trade. Look how they maximized my boy. <laughs> this is a hot take, and I don't think I agree with it. I'm sorry. There was also a response from Schwinn that I mispasted, but here it's it's here. I'll read it. Schwinn after okay, this said, "Yes, but they didn't maximize his value as an asset overall because if he would because he was limited to a bench role without ever getting a run as a starter unless it was due to an injury." Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, I think they maximized his value in the trade given like what they had already created his value to be. You know what I mean? Okay. Sure. Yeah. But they could have gotten that number that it already was way higher prior to the trade. Yeah, that's why I don't think they really – you can't say they maximize. Like, I so, get, here, I, yeah, yeah, you, you can finish. Sorry. It's – okay. It's one of those where I would praise it as uh, our boy James R.C. is looking to be technically correct and doesn't yeah. care about – like, so I think that's what's actually happening here. And, you know, I'll give you that. I'll give you that, James. I'll give you that you are correct yes. in this thing. It's Did so they, I don't actually. Yeah. I don't actually agree with you because as Schwinn kind of mentioned, right, like we missed out on what – like IQ could be, he's playing very well in Toronto. He's putting up numbers and looking at this team, you know what they could really use right now? A third person who can create some offense for them. And he, he would be perfect on the team. Like or obviously replacing RJ for OG was the perfect move for the starting lineup, really. Like we all get that. But this team, we would legit be like, they can make the Easter Conference finals easily if Emmanuel quickly was still here. And if Tibbs actually played quickly more than what twenty four minutes a game, I that it's like something stupid like that. If he was playing like thirty minutes a game, he's closing. He's with Brunson. This, can you imagine this lineup closing with Brunson, IQ, OG, Randall, and Hartenstein? Like it would, it would be scenes. I know. Like I, I, like it's just wild to me. Like that we missed out on that. Obviously, you don't get OG without IQ, right? Remember, we're being technically correct here. But, yeah, just, like, we, we missed an opportunity to see, like, did the Knicks actually have their third guy? Because the Knicks, I don't think they have that third guy right now in terms of offensive creative, right? They don't have that. Hopefully they'll find someone who can provide that value, but we lost out on someone who could be really special, potentially. Sorry. And that's we'll, we'll enjoy Malcolm Brogdon in two weeks. Yes. Mal- listen, when Mr. President comes on board, we will be <laughs> – Saluting him and talking about how he is the resident. We're going to salute the president. We're going to say he deserved his sixth man of the year over that. <laughs> That's, going to be That's going to be nasty. I'm going to go back and delete all my tweets. He got, yeah, exactly. He's going to be like, no, you know what? He deserved it. Emmanuel quickly did not. It, like, hey, quickly's a raptor now, right? We don't have to. No, I'm kidding. I, lo- I love my son. 
I will love I will love them forever, RJ and Emmanuel. They're definitely for me, they're definitely OCAP. Without question. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah, there's the unpromoted. Okay. Our beloved Jerry Garcia has another take. And it is Jericho Sinsel had the best game of his life tonight against the Nets. Honestly, you know what? It was up there. It was up there. It may it may have actually been up there. So uh Jerry James said this obviously before the uh the Nets game. He was fine. I mean, he was fine. Like he he can't he, they can't grab defensive rebounds when he's on the floor, which is absolutely yeah. wild to me. Got some offensive rebounds that were nice. Yeah, yeah too. again, it he makes no sense. But like yeah. Yeah. it it wasn't that bad. He had four blocks. Right? Was it four blocks? Four blocks, couple of great switching defenses, you know, some, yeah, like, some nice stuff. Like I thought he played fine. There was an alley oop finish that he didn't finish, but it would have looked cool if he did. And it gave me a good jump scare. Like that was quarter. a terrible pass for Randall. Yeah. And then Stan like, Van Gundy was like and Van Stan Van Gundy's like, oh no, Sims has to catch that with two hands. I'm like, it was behind <laughs> his left shoulder. Is he supposed to like go over like that and catch it? Like, it was a terrible pass. Yeah, that was ridiculous. But uh no, he 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 did play very well. So um we we have a uh, a take coming up, but guess what, guys? It's over though. If you're free, you're done. You don't get to hear the rest of the show. That sucks for you, but everyone in Patreon will. And we're gonna see you on the other side. All right, we are back, guys. Patreon time. This is when this is when everything gets uh everything gets spooky, spooky season. Right now, so we have 